So why do I do the work that I do? I believe is because of what I call the divine setup. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. I like to tell people that I grew up in a bicultural, sometimes tricultural family, although we were all black people. We were all African-American people. So the way that my family structure works is my parents, Wanda and Ronald, were married. I am their only child. My dad, Ronald, uh, passed away when I was only one, so I didn't really know him. And then my mom remarried my stepfather when I was about two or three. So right from the beginning of my life, I sort of had this, uh, these three different sects of family members. So my dad's side of the family, which hails from Gloucester, Virginia. Now, Gloucester, Virginia is somewhat of a country town. In fact, my family's house, my my grandmother's house, my dad's mom's house, literally when you drive up to it, it sits in the middle of the woods. Um, actually, when I was growing up, it was kind of creepy for me to drive up and see this house sort of in the middle of the woods. That's where my biological side of the family lives and hails from. And then you have my mom's side of the family, which grew up in Baltimore City, Baltimore County, but our world was very diverse. I remember being a kid and there were people from all kinds of cultures and races and backgrounds that were around. My mom and my grandmother too, my aunt, were just people who were involved and included in a lot of different kinds of groups of people. And so black people and white people and Indian people. And I remember deaf people and blind people and so many different ethnicities and also culture groups coming together because of my mom's side of the family's life. And when my mom remarried, when she remarried my stepdad, my stepdad's side of the family hailed mostly from Baltimore City, an urban city context. But I remember as a kid growing up that there were moments where my mom's side of the family, uh, who had grown up very diverse, and my stepfather's side of the family, who just had a different cultural context, oftentimes came together and somewhat of a cultural clash. I have a couple of distinct memories growing up and one of the things that I struggled with growing up and I hear this from several of my African-American friends is that uh, there were moments where uh, people around me sort of questioned my own culture. Now these are people from my culture, sometimes people in my family. I remember uh, an instance where a family member used to tease me about the way that I talk and, and she would always say, you know, well you talk white and all your friends are white and at the time, I kid you not, I really had no idea what she was talking about. And she would keep saying this and I would say, what are you talking about? This is just the way that I talk. And so I remember that having a, 
a huge impact on me as a kid to figure out what does it actually even mean to be black? What does it even actually mean to be African-American? I remember another instance where a family member, and this could come from different spaces in my family, would keep kind of poking at, you know, why my friends weren't all black or why the, you know, the little boys that I dated, you know, weren't all black. And they were very concerned for me that I was going to lose my culture and lose my heritage. I do remember this feeling of being soloed out, marginalized. Add to that the idea that being in this tricultural family and then being sort of the one child in the family that was from someone else, that was from my biological side. I didn't really look like anybody else. I was taller than everybody else. But I remember this feeling of never feeling like I fit in never feeling like culturally I could fit in with certain sides of my family because I didn't meet a standard that was happening at that point. Not feeling like I would fit in in high school sometimes because I was a tall girl, I uh, was a lot heavier than I am right now, a little bigger girl, and not feeling like I fit in. Carrying around this idea of being marginalized. So why do I do the work that I do? I believe is because of what I call the divine setup. All of these things, me being in a tricultural family, being from the culture group that I'm in, feeling marginalized, feeling left out, it is all led to the work that I do with regards to culture and race and come from. I know what it feels like to be marginalized. I know what it feels like to not feel like you belong. I know what it feels like to have different cultures within your own family, really not kind of getting each other all the time, and sometimes literally just having a culture clash because they didn't have the language. I know what it feels like. And so for me, and maybe even for you, if you're listening to this podcast, is that you and I desire to be people who are bridge builders. You and I desire to be people who are gap fillers. You and I have decided that we want to be the people that create space for other people, other cultures, other come froms. We don't want to be the ones that leave people out because of how they talk, how they look, how they think. We want to be the ones to bring people together. That's why I do what I do. And I think it's probably why you do what you do. So I want to challenge you today. Where in your life have you seen the divine set up? Where in your life can you look back on? And maybe it's in the past. Maybe it's something that just happened a month ago or two months ago. What has happened in your life that when you looked at it, you saw it as a hardship, but now you know that you're a bridge builder, a gap filler, one that brings people together, that you know that that thing happened so that you could have a better understanding of the people and the world around you. I bet you never even knew that that hard trial that you've experienced around race, culture, come from who you are was a divine setup so that you could be the one to create space and unity for people. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.